summer has ended and Labor Day has passed. That means the houses are quieter because kids are in school. And it means that when you go to the store, you find Halloween decorations and Thanksgiving decorations for sale, and also a few Christmas trees. Today I'm going to talk about an overall approach to Parkinson's that I think summarizes what I think, what I feel, and what I practice. And it is my guide to offer other people with Parkinson's a way to look at and undertake their personal care. One thing goes without saying, but I have to say it because sometimes it doesn't, and that is, medicine doesn't make you well, does not make you better, it does treat symptoms. The only thing that really can make you better is what you do yourself, and among that, of course, is exercise. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I want to talk to you about what I consider the four steps necessary in approaching Parkinson's disease. Number one is dealing with your mindset. Your mindset is a fixed way of thinking and reasoning that's programmed deeply into your mind and you might not even recognize it. Let's look at it this way. When somebody says Parkinson's disease, do you frown or smile? You frown. What pictures come to your mind? A friend, a relative, somebody you knew, somebody you saw who has advanced Parkinson's. Maybe it's a relative and somebody very dear to you. The immediate effect of thinking about Parkinson's is one of fear and sadness. These don't get us very far. I offer people this combination of words to just think about. Is Parkinson's a challenge or is it a curse? If you believe it is a curse, I guarantee you, you will do much worse with the illness. Mindset needs to be flexible and it needs to see things that you are capable of doing not that things are being done to you. So the mindset is flexible and tends to want to not use words that actually make harm. I do not believe in saying that I'm battling or fighting Parkinson's because I am not. And anytime people talk about fighting a disease, almost always it ends up with somebody dying. I think the whole use of those words is bad for our mindset and our mind. And the word I like is challenge, and I, then with challenge, I look at it and say it is um, a dance. A dance with a very clumsy partner, but isn't that a lot better to think it that way instead of a curse and lethal and fatal? Yeah, I think mindset makes all the difference. Yogi Berra said 50% of the game is 90% mental, and I think that's applies to Parkinson's too. The next thing of course is exercise and we all know about exercise because so much is talked about now. You can't throw a dead cat around down in the corner of the heart of town without hitting somebody with an exercise program for Parkinson's. I see exercise as having two roles. The first role with exercise is a strenuous, hard-working, sweating exercise. And I believe that this exercise, when you have an intensity will do great things for your cardiovascular system, but it may be the feature that makes a difference in the brain by helping you release more brain-derived neurotrophic factor, BDNF. It helps nerve cells survive and grow. But the other part of exercise has to do with reprogramming the brain. And this is where we get into neuroplasticity. And in that respect, I think the most superior exercise that can be done is walking. 
but walking has to be done with very great care. Always great posture. Always shoulders back. Head on your top of your shoulders erect. It changes how you feel. And you have to be mindful of all time when you're walking to correct your posture. More on this in another recording. Thirdly is body awareness. We are alienated from our bodies by Parkinson's. And I say we can't be. And body awareness comes around in a couple ways. I think for me the best has been yoga and I've seen it work for a lot of people. But you gotta take yoga on real seriously. It's not enough just to go to an occasional class. You gotta begin to identify yourself as a yogi. The other thing that can be really beneficial is Qigong. I know of people with Qigong who have done extremely well. I myself have not been exposed to that, but I believe it does work. So, body awareness, every cell of your body, you need to know where it is and how it's working. And the fourth step is one that I have just recently talked about and concluded and thought about and all the rest. And that is giving back. Because when we have Parkinson's, we get to be in a kind of a passive receptive position, which makes us feel uh, a little helpless and so forth. I recommend that when you have Parkinson's, you go out of your way to find something that you can do for other people. I'm not talking about giving them money necessarily. Of course, if you have a million dollars, that's a good deal too. But I am talking about small gestures, small actions, something that gives you the satisfaction of giving to somebody else. I'll elaborate more on this later, but I wanted to encapsulate my approach, my understanding, in this short podcast. Feel free to get in touch. I will talk to anybody, anytime, anywhere in the world, free of charge. Bye-bye.